Hello and welcome to the Friday Week, the show so popular that Nicola Sturgeon is concerned it might be distracting her ministers. It was agreed at SCORE this morning, albeit, as I'm sure you understand, extremely reluctantly, to reimpose some restrictions. It's your loss, Nicola. Let's go. Another Friday, another week, another summer sale to get the kids all excited. Oh, really excited, yeah, because... I just saved two pounds, you know, instead of paying four pounds, you know. So, uh, and you know, like, with these two pounds, I can go and spend, you know, somewhere else, you know, like a holiday or something. Meanwhile, in local news, the Championship Playoff Final was a West London derby in which one of the Fulham players removed his trousers and performed a London war dance. It's Joe Bryan again! Ah! It's incredible! The fullback is moonlighting! While we're on the subject of barefaced cheat, let's get on with the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Friday Week, uh, taking up your usual 7 o'clock spot on a Friday. This week in the virtual studio, I have Lucy Kenningham. Hello, Lucy. Hello, thanks again for having me. It's always a shock when I get invited each week. And Excellent. I, I, I hope a good shock rather than, you know, an uh, electric one, a uh, lightning strike. It's electric, it's... but in a pleasant, tingly way. Okay, uh, I think that's that's already getting into the realms of possibly something we might talk about in a, bit, in a minute. But uh, also in the studio with us today, we have uh, Lucy Kenningham. Hello, Lucy. Oh, hi, hi. Yes, hi. Yes. Sadly, it, it is we we few complications this week, so it is just Lucy and I. Uh, sorry, Lucy and me in the studio. So um, yeah, sorry sorry if we uh, whisper a bit more than we might normally, but it is going to be. We've got, I've got a show planned, and Lucy gets the chance to see whether she... Lucy, do you have, do you have any alter egos? Um, very possibly. In fact, I think that I have the aggressive um, uh, fight-talking one that often appears on this show. Oh, That's right, not yes. the real me. I'm actually not competitive at all. Um, I mean, it's do, all a front. Have you, have you ever sort of thought of giving that, that character a name? I've got... I've got my brother's always been uh, sort of... Uh, had had a, had a name for when he's being the fashionista kind of person. He becomes um, Marcel, and oh. when when he's being a wimp over sort of insects or something, he becomes Florence. That's very gendered. Yeah, well, it was a previous time. Anyway, uh, it... <laughs> previous time. Yeah, no, I don't tend to call myself by names other than my own. No, but, you just stick stick with Lucy. Yeah, yeah. But feel free to call me anything and I'll answer. Especially okay. when the virtual studio, there are just two of us. I think on the yeah, you well, were talking about. I was just wondering if we could make it make a little competition with yourself. But as it is, we'll, we'll just we'll, you know it'll just be just be you and uh, you get the monopoly on all the questions this week. Oh yes. Which is exciting. Uh, something I did want to talk about just before we get sort of stuck into the the usual show. Um, I I may have mentioned in the past I'm a big fan of a drinking game. Uh, there any drinking game. Sort of the listening in. Uh, I 
if I'm listening to the news uh, or politics show or something like that, and I hear someone saying the word clear, I will drink, you know, just, just my water bottle. I've got my water bottle next to me now. I always have a water bottle nearby. I will take a drink. I'll say clear and drink. And if someone says very clear, I'll say very clear and drink twice. My record on that score is uh, Boris Johnson once said that he had been very, very, very clear. He then paused and went, that's three verys, just as if he knew I was playing the drinking game and wanted to sort of, <laughs> uh, ram the point home. Um, but then I've also, uh, there, there was also another time when I was playing on a treadmill. I was, you know, had my water bottle next to me, drinking on the treadmill, uh, listening to the Emma Barnett show on Radio 5 Live. And she noticed that a Labour politician kept saying that they had been very clear. So she said, you keep saying you're being very clear. I don't, are you being very clear? Uh, it's, it's just something, it just seems to be a thing that Labour politicians just say very clear. I, I'll point out now, I personally, my personal experience is that it's been both sides. But Emma Barnett thought it was Labour politicians, politicians specifically. But they had a conversation where they used very clear about seven times in about ten seconds. And I almost drowned. Dangerous. You, can, was, actually, it, you can actually die from overconsumption of water. It's possible. It, it, I, I have heard that. I don't know how much you need to drink. Um, Probably more than you drank then. Well, yeah, yeah presumably. I did once, uh, when I was at school, drink... Over the space of about an hour, I drank the, the contents of a large saucepan. Why, were you, uh, why was it being measured in a saucepan is my first question. As, well, okay, as in, uh, we got the largest container in the kitchen. Oh, this was some sort of challenge. This was a challenge, yes. It was it was the largest container in the in the kitchen and I drank it we we guess it's about five litres. Um, that is quite a lot, actually. That it is was, quite Yeah. And I mean, I, did you feel was, good it, afterwards? Or did you feel bad? I, I felt okay, but I woke up in the night really needing a pee. Yeah, it was, doesn't I mean that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Even sometimes yeah. even if I have just a small glass of water before going to bed, I'm up in the night visiting I, I that toilet. Say, I will say I do tend to drink a lot. I you know there's a reason I keep my water bottles nearby at all yeah. at all times. I I get dehydrated easily. I like to keep drinking lots, and you know as a result I do tend to pee lots. But that's a different story. Um, but yeah, so I, I like hard my to know years. what's uh, normal. I'd say within the yeah. peeing department. Well, yes, uh, and hang on, I'll, I'll get onto that again in a moment because uh, I was just going to say I, I also have a, another drinking game, which is uh, currently whenever anyone says unprecedented, I. Uh, raise a toast to the UN precedent. <laughs> Very um, good. But so I, I just wanted, you know, I wondered what the Friday week drinking game is. And the two things I've come up with so far. Yeah. Whenever, whenever uh, the other Richard is mentioned. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and I get uh, triggered. Yep, you get triggered. And so everyone has to drink every time that the other Richard is mentioned. And also, um, the other one I can think of is whenever you mention something to do with your bodily or your body or bodily functions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about but every can... time Susan um, mentions a film that we should have watched and we haven't yes, heard of it? Yes. And she kind of goes on for a, about it for a while. Uh, and we're yes. both just sort of listening, um, yes, do, nodding, yes, drink, I imagine, drink, as if drink we while you listen. ever yep, watch drink it. Drink while you listen. Which we wouldn't. Like a, like a, like a waterfall kind of thing. Just, you just keep drinking for the entire time that she's uh, yeah, going on about that. Waterfall, yeah, waterfall, <laughs> can't, yeah. I can't think of what mine would be. What, what I would do that would trigger a... Um, hmm. something and I 
trying to think what it would be. It, like, Every just, time like, you like, mention your baking. Right, that could be that one, That seems yeah. to have petered off, though, I'm not going to lie. Have you not been well, doing it as much recently? I actually haven't, no. Unfortunately, I, I realised that I was... Uh, I'm still planning to run the marathon in uh, oh, October. Great. So, But I, I'm totally out of practice, and I've gained three kilos in lockdown. Uh, which, you know, is sort of... My, my weight has always sort of fluctuated between... You know, it, it's often fluctuated around about the... Uh, 77 78 kilogram uh kilo mark and i want to, and I, I sort of always had this aim of trying to get it down below about 75 and i was getting close i was getting close you know part way through lockdown and then the baking just sort of got out of hand and i realized <laughs> that I, I was just yep. i was just going i was just going up and up so i i've decided that I, i'm now i've banned myself from doing any weekend baking what about weekday baking then? No, 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 because my, my father is in the uh, kitchen and it's a one room kitchen and uh, we still call it the playroom. But yeah, sort of. But you don't play room. there. Yeah, more sit- sitting room now. Um, so it's sort of one, one room sort of kind of continuously and that's where my father has his computer and is working and doing meetings and stuff. Okay, so, so me clattering around, clattering around using electric whi- whiskers and stuff like that would probably not be a good, I you know, good thing for his uh, meetings to have in the background. No, he gets upset not. if I use the tap during one of his meetings, let alone, you know, clattering pots and pans. Um, <laughs> the tap to fill up your liters of water. <laughs> yeah, liters and liters of water. <laughs> uh, usually, oh, actually, yeah. I also, I just want to also say, I, um. We've got sort of glasses that we use for water, but no way. I don't use the glasses that my family use. I've I since about two thousand and thirteen or something. I've always used a pint mug. Oh, a, a pint mug. Pint. Yeah. So I think it was two thousand and thirteen. No, two thousand and twelve must have been because it it had a uh, St George's cross on it originally for, uh, and it was from Poundland and it was a. Euro 2012 mug. No, it must have been a World Cup. No, um, no, no, it, it was. It was Euros in 2012. And I... That, that lasted me for quite a few years. And then it, it broke. And so I got another one, uh, which I think originally... I think, you know, I think that was a German one that I got... I, I bought in Germany. And then I've got my one now, which is... Again, a pint mug, very sturdy, big, sturdy pint mug mm. uh, with sturdy engraved, and essential. Yeah, engraved with the words, "It's okay, I'm probably not driving." <laughs> Although, in the case Which, of it just being filled with water. Although, actually, yeah, you'd need to stop for a pee break. Let's be real. That's that's also true. That's also true. Uh, yes, don't 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 drink and drive. You'll need to stop for a pee. I think is is the essential message of that one. Um, but yes, so uh, yes, yes. So the baking has been put on hold until I get to uh, my target weight, and then I can start baking, baking again. Um, and then rise up in the weight scale. And then, and then rise up, rise up again. But hopefully, I'll also be, I'm getting back into the gym. And then now. you'll be running. Yes. Yeah, I'm back in the gym. I'm back. Uh, hopefully, I'm gonna start running again next week. Uh, my running guide outside. Is, that is. Yes, running outside. Uh, my guide runner is currently in a different country, but is getting back next week, I think the 16th. So nice. hopefully I'll be able to get back in, 
back onto a, a running track, start going round and round in circles. Um, how has your week been? How yeah, it's been, been good. This yes. Week? So I visited my granny and I visited my aunt. Um, ah, exciting. Yes, it was. It was very nice. Yes, yeah, so one of them's in Oxford, one of them's in Basingstoke. Don't think that reveals too much about me. Uh, nope, had a nice time enough. with both of them. Um, my granny is now doing Sainsbury's orders online. And oh, she right. had been uh, talking to a friend of hers who has a grandson called Seth, apparently, who's seven. And he's been loving this new snack recently. The snack is hoisin duck and spring onions in pancakes. Okay, say that one again. Hoisin duck and spring onions rolled in pancakes. Okay. My so first been... thought my first thought was that you said poison duck, <laughs> which I think would be a really interesting snack to be handing your grandchild. Uh, my second <laughs> thought is that is a brilliantly middle class snack. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous that I mean I just yeah, I was I was blown away by this story. He's regularly demanding it from her, apparently, from his grandmother, who granny, uh, granny, is not actually of East Asian duck. origin or anything. Um, it just seemed a bit random to me. But anyway, my granny was like, well, this sounds like a lovely meal. She has a light Scottish accent, but I can't replicate it, sadly. Um, so she thought, well, maybe I'll try that myself. Uh, went on her Sainsbury's order which probably takes like an hour to do because I mean it is hard if you're not if you're not well versed with technology not she right, means yes. she's not bad but you know it's hard especially on a clunky old laptop but anyway um and so when the Sainsbury's order arrived she was looking forward to making this duck and pancakes thing um but not one not two not three but four slices of duck arrived in the order and then, right. to top it all off, the pancakes... Like, like, like full breasts of... Yeah, like four. She wow. clicked four times. And she's just she lives alone. So, it's a yep. lot of duck. She's not the kind of person who normally eats duck. She normally has normal things, like soup. Yes, like, like normal people do, yes. Yeah, soup. Yes. The most normal meal around. Um, I, I mean, I'm not, not a fan of it myself, but yeah. Mm, um, fair enough, it's a bit messy. Probably you don't need any more liquid anyway. Yeah, um, I don't need any more. You know, I like my food and I like my drink. I don't like my food to be a drink. It's fair enough. Depends how you eat the soup, but sure. Um, anyway, and then the pancakes arrived and they were light and fluffy American style pancakes. Perfect oh, for no. strawberries. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so she told me this story. She was like, Lucy, I'm so stupid. I was like, Granny, you're not stupid. What you've got to do is give someone else the duck, put the pancakes in the fridge, and give them to your grandchild when they next come round. Yes, your grandchild will not be disappointed. Just What you need with, with those kind of pancakes is uh, bacon and maple syrup. Yes, yeah, yeah. And your child will grow. Your grandchild will certainly grow. Possibly <laughs> not in the right direction, but they will grow. <laughs> You ready for, for the for the quiz uh, in Adverse Commas? Oh, I am. Yeah, I'm very ready for the quiz. In that case, let's get on with the show. Okay, this first question is uh, for Lucy. Oh, uh, my first question. What a surprise. Yeah. Which case was solved by 
Inspector Twitter. Oh, this was such a surprising story. So someone was just digging through their potted plant, as you do. Not suspiciously at all, just innocently digging through a potted plant. Yeah. Hopefully repotting it. Otherwise it's a bit weird, but you can do whatever you want in your spare time. We don't judge. And they came across a ring, and it said on the ring, um, now I'm going to forget the name, Norman and someone. I think it was Alice. Alice, you're right, it was Alice. Alice and Norman... And then a date. So obviously a wedding ring. Um, And this woman took to Twitter to say, hey, anyone know of Alice uh, or Norman? Although those were the only names she had to go on. Um, And then her old school friend, Martha Carney of BBC Radio 4's The Today programme, retweeted it. In fact, I remember seeing that as as she posted it and thought, well, that's never going to work, is it? Because... You do see quite a lot of, like, lost and found things on Twitter, and I kind of always think, well, that's never going to go anywhere. Um, But it did, because loads of people sort of became private investigators and started trying to track down Alice and Norman through, like, the the old records. uh, Yeah, old old wedding records. Yeah, Yeah. which apparently you can access online, I suppose. Yeah, you can sort of access these things online. You've got people who are good at computers and have way too much time on their hands. Yeah, and, you especially know, they nowadays. Say, okay, well, well, if you look at this, you, you, know, you can go through, well, look at the, the dates. Um, you know, it, they, it looks like they got married in this year. Yeah. And their names are, okay, that actually, when you think about it, that actually narrows it down. How many mm. couples get married in that year? How yes. many couples have someone called Alice who are married in that year? How many people couples that have someone called Norman get married in that year how many of you have both and you sort of you add parameters and actually it starts to narrow it down quite nicely but if you know where to look well I wonder how many Alice and Norman got married in whenever it was in a certain year in Scotland I think they well she probably didn't even know it was Scotland but guessed it was Scotland because oh, I got a feeling they were sort of guessing that it was Scotland I think it was found in Scotland yeah in Edinburgh in Edinburgh, yeah. So, so I think fair they, enough, they, they, they sort of guessed that much, yeah. but obviously that you not something you could really um, make that assumption solidly. No, yeah, you couldn't. But it's just amazing. And then so someone at, then someone on Twitter found um, Morag, who turned out to be Alice and Norman's daughter on Instagram, and contacted yeah. her. And she said she did feel a bit intrusive doing that, but. The outcome has been wonderful because um, Norm, uh, Norman has died in 2013, but Alice is uh, over the moon about being having the wedding ring returned to her, and she said it's brought back loads of memories, and it's um, she obviously had a lovely relationship with her husband, and I can imagine it's just very very heartwarming. I think I think it was it was actually stolen about 30 years yes, ago in a burglary. Yeah. So this has been. A very lot. I think it's funny. Actually, I'm I'm um, I'm actually reading a book about something similar at the moment. Really? What's the book? Yeah. So it's this sort of story about um, uh, this guy. Uh, he has a ring. It's stolen. Uh, it gets lost for many many years. It's not and Lord of the Rings. Finds it, and then this Hobbit has to take it into Mordor and throw it into the fiery cracks of doom. <laughs> 
A very similar story there to yeah, very Alice, similar story. Alice I'm pr- and you know what they are, You know how they identify that it. Uh, what kind of ring it is? How they throw it in. They throw it into the fire, and then when they take it out, it's not hot at all. And on it, it's got writing. I wow. don't think it actually says Norman and Alice and a date. I think it actually says one ring to rule them all, one ring to fi- uh, find them. One wing ring to bring them all, and in the darkness bind them. That's what I reckon it says. Yeah, that was probably the subtext on the back of the ring. The that sub, they yeah, the really... sub, yeah, yeah. That that's what it said on the inside. They, yeah. they looks on the outside. Yeah, I mean it's fair uh, enough to not tweet that all over Twitter because probably a lot of wedding rings have that on the back of it, so it's not really relevant. Yeah, oh, that's an idea actually. I think I might I I might have to uh, put that on any wedding ring I ever get now. Just yeah, get a wedding ring. Just All of them have have inscribed on it. I'm sure you get inside. a lot of them. Um, my 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 wife to be won't e- won't even know it. It's even there. It'll just be squirrelled away. She she unless she really looks at it with a microscope. She so one day she gets it valued and they say, you know, because because <laughs> I've died and she's mourning and but she she needs to she you know she she needs to feed the cat so she's selling her prized ring. And uh, you know that that w- it was given to her by her husband all those decades ago, and she takes it to a jeweler, and he looks at it through a microphone, microscope. Look at it through a microphone. Microphone, yeah. A microscope. Good luck with that. Through a mic, yeah. Well, they got golden. Uh, look at it through a microscope, and it says it's got writing on it. Oh, what does it say on it? One ring to just you know, just a verse from Lord of the Rings. Oh. Oh. And she goes, oh, that was Richard all over. Wasn't it? Dark Lord Sauron. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, I, I feel like in this in this story, uh, the Dark Lord has got his ring back, or her ring back. Yeah, Alice, the Dark Lord. Yeah, she's got she's got her ring back. I think we are now in trouble in this country. Mm. Uh, I think the, the only answer we've got left is for Arthur to return and uh, resume his title as rightful king of england so thinking of it as a sweet heartwarming tale is is actually totally the wrong wrong and naive of us well you can do that if you really want okay you're you, you allowed that as, yeah yeah I'll, I'll let i'll let you think of it in heartwarming tones if you like but i'm thinking of it you know the truth fantasy adventure yeah i'm sticking with fantasy adventure okay richard's sticking with fantasy adventure the rest of us can just you you can go with romance, uh, yeah. rom com. Yeah, that's fine. That's Everyone fine. sees the world through different filters. Just didn't exactly. know how warped yours was. Yeah, mine's a cigarette filter. This <laughs> is the story that Twitter has uh, returned a long lost or long stolen and lost ring found in a flower pot to its rightful owner, uh, or yes, the rightful owner who was Alice. In Scotland, uh, have through their daughter Morag. Moving on, uh, this next question is for Lucy. Ooh, my first question. Yep, bring it on. Oh, oh, okay. You, you, uh, oh, I see. You've got you actually got your two personalities. Yeah, here. You, I'm giving got... it a go. Okay, so so that that said the same thing, but just basically you said the same words, but just in a more enthusiastic way. Yeah, I like you it. Got it. I, yeah, that, that, that's where your personality splits. I like it. You're, you're Gollum and Smeagol. Um, to stick with the, this, this is your this is your golem. This is your golem now. Okay. Uh, 
Gollum Lucy, who yeah. won the richest game in football? Um, that was Fulham. It was indeed. Versus Brentford. 2-1 to Fulham. Who... It was a, a West London derby. Yes, yeah, so a West London derby. What's the definition of a derby? Uh, a derby is a game between two... It's usually local rivals. Uh, uh-huh. you, you do get some which are sort of jokingly named. Uh, so I think there's there are teams who have nicknames based on shellfish or something, and they're from different parts of the country. But if they ever get to play each other, then it's sort of the shellfish derby. But generally, it, it'll be... The Manchester derby is Manchester United versus Manchester City. The uh, North London derby is Arsenal versus Spurs. Do okay. You, the, the, the West London derby has often been Fulham versus Chelsea, but this is obviously a new one, another one, which obviously has happened before because they're both in the champions, championship. Yeah. Um, so it must have happened twice this year. But yeah, do you know how long it took uh, for the championship season to in, in this particular case how long it took the championship season to conclude oh um unfortunately not no no Can i think you tell it was, me? i believe it i believe it was 367 days oh. so it was a couple of days after the after the an, the year anniversary of the championship season starting last year it's been a long been a long year for the championship very long year the longest uh, year I, th- I think if it's if it's longer than a year, then that makes it officially the longest year. That, yeah. Um, do you know why it's called the richest game in football? No, I I did want I didn't I didn't know what that meant. Um. So, essentially, if you get promoted to the Premier League, the money in the Premier League is just so far ahead. If you're of what of anything you get in the uh, Championship, so in the Championship. To do with sort of sponsorship, uh, uh, no, for the championship league uh, organization will pay every club a cut of their profits, which works out at about seven million per club uh, yeah. in the championship. If you're in the Premier League, that looks more like a hundred million. Gosh. Plus, if you are promoted, you get given a what's called the parachute payment, which means as you get promoted, uh, they will pay you extra money for the next couple of seasons just to try and keep you afloat as you try and compete with much bigger clubs who you're suddenly in the game with. So it's that, that's another 70 million across two years if you stay up. Uh, and it's slightly more if you stay up for for more than that. Obviously, if you finish really high up in the league, then actually that's even you get even more. That that's just, the hundred million uh, figure is mostly around sort of teams who survive but are near the bottom of the league. So, sort of a rough estimate of what it what you win overall if you win this final is uh, one hundred and seventy million. And if you stay up, then it's even more. It just get it carries on, being just huge amounts of money that you can earn, just by winning this one game. 
Wow. It's actually hard for me to comprehend those yeah. figures. I mean, what, what would you do with 170 million? Literally, I don't know. I just don't know. Buy a football club? Uh, it wouldn't be first on my list. What would be but, first on your list? Well, I, on. I don't know. I mean, I'd like a new bag because... <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to... You would think about starting with the small things. Obviously, ending world hunger, that kind of thing. I'm not sure you could do that with 170 million. Have you seen the breakdown of... Is it... I think it's Jeff Bezos's money. Um, right, no. There was a whole Twitter thread that uh, a company, a news company... Someone like BuzzFeed. I don't think it was BuzzFeed. Anyway, so not relevant. But anyway, some company had basically listed all the, I mean, absolutely hundreds of things that Jeff Bezos could do with his money. Um, and then how much he'd still have left over. Okay. I mean, it, it, that is interesting. But at the same time, you, well, you've got to remember something like that is is that he doesn't have that many trillion pounds worth of cash. He yes. has it in... It, in investments. Investments and I stuff see. which he actually yeah. can't... So in some cases, stuff to do with Amazon, If he, I think he's actually not allowed to sell certain amounts. Um, oh, really? It's, but yeah, because if, if... There are things like if he were to sell... Unless he sells the whole company or something, yeah, um, then it gets different. But if he sells sort of some of his shares in Amazon... Then yeah. that's essentially sort of like it's almost insider trading, which okay. is illegal. Oh, that's interesting. So th- th- there are sort of complications there, but yeah, e- there are there are fairly significant things that you know when you've got that much money, when you've got more money than quite a lot of countries, there is a lot you can do. Yeah, but there were yeah there were, I mean there were things like he could literally oh it was Metro UK that was who did it. All right. Um, well, what was on there? Well, you didn't came in so, any of it? Yeah, so, well, I'm actually, I'm on the Twitter now. Well, it's worth reading out because it, right. right. it was a good thread. Um, so it was after he broke records uh, with having the largest wealth growth in one day ever, apparently. He earned $13 billion in, an app in 24 hours. Wow. So his net worth is now 100, well, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a lot more now, but it was as of the... Let me check. The 21st of July, it was $189.3 billion, American dollars. Wow. So the social desk at Metro UK set themselves a challenge to spend Jeff Bezos' money. Trust us, it's harder than you think it would be. We started with the most important and helpful things. Let's eradicate global malnutrition, polio and malaria. Working off current suggested figures for those three major issues combined... Bezos still has a grand total of $149 billion. So they reckon $40 billion could solve all of those issues? Yep. I mean... Yeah. You see, I'm... Yeah, I'm a, I don't... I just... I don't... I can't... I can't That's comprehend that amount of money. I mean, again, I'm not sure I can, but I listen to a lot of uh, politics and stuff, and yeah, I listen to sort of the budgets and stuff, and I'm aware that you know, forty billion, even in you know, British economy, forty billion is a big amount. Yeah. But 
I, I, I'm pretty sure we've probably invested 40 billion in those sorts of things across the years. Well, I don't know. Really, have we? Yeah. And across the years is different to just doing it I mean, that, that, in one go, right? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. But it just also seems like something which, if a government were to you know, just go, right, we, we're going to do this, they could take on that debt without making too much impact on themselves and just do it. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, hundred. Yeah, just 40 billion doesn't actually sound all that much in terms of G8 scale economies. Yeah, I take your point. Or G7, I think. Yeah. Anyway, after um, that, they buy him yeah. the entire Premier League, which is estimated at $5.7 billion dollars. Does that sound excellent? Right, and then they're left with one hundred and forty-three point three billion. Then right. he they spend one point four billion on ten F twenty-two Raptors. Right. Then they spend. Then they buy him fifty-five Bugatti La Voiture Noire, the most expensive cars in the world. Don't know Excellent. how much they are each, but he still has a hundred. I can't even say how many that is. I can't even read that number actually. Um, then they they buy him. They buy a Big Mac meal for everyone in China. <laughs> Eight point three billion dollars worth of burgers, fries, and fizzy pop, and it leaves them with one three one eight hundred naught What does that What does that mean? That figure. Uh, one three one so one three one eight not 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 uh one three one eight so that's one thousand three hundred and eighteen uh hundred million. Okay. Uh but uh so hang on so that was a thousand, so that's one Three one eight billion. I think. Yes, perhaps. I don't know. Anyway, then they spend two hundred sixty-three uh-huh. million dollars on the five most expensive houses in London. Then they send someone on a four-year college course. Well, that that's not going to cost very much, is it? Um, not 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 in terms of billions, no. Then he spends money on the most expensive yacht in the world which costs 1.5 billion dollars oh my gosh that oh just just on the subject of yachts i saw yes. an interesting news story this morning about uh, a lady who is has cerebral palsy she's quadriplegic what does that but, mean uh, so she doesn't have a good use of her arms or legs okay but is going to sail, I think, across the Atlantic uh, in a yacht specially designed so she can control it with her with with her breath. Wow, that's so incredible! Sort of, she's got she's got controls on this boat, which she can do with with her. She basically do all the stuff she needs to with her mouth. How amazing! And also um, a bit frightening. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to use that boat after her. COVID security, come on. <laughs> well, after 48 hours, it'd be fine. Uh, true, true. Uh, 
True. But, um, yeah, you might not want to use it anyway, because it sounds terrifying. Yes, yes, it does also just sound terrifying. Just, you know, there's a storm coming right quickly. Teeth, rudder. Air. Yeah. When I first saw the headline, though, it was, you know, yacht being quadrupedic, quadrupedic powers yacht uh, uh, sails across the Atlantic by breath. And I was just imagining her sitting on the back of the boat going... Blowing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that doesn't surprise me. That's, well, that was like the that image all... that came into my mind as well. Did you ever, did you ever get one of those balloon rocket cars? Uh, yes. Like a, yes, I did, yeah, actually. Little, little, that brings little, little car, back. Car yeah. chassis. And you get balloon. And rocket yeah. powers the car. Yeah. Yeah. Like just yeah, it's Blow not easy. Is what I'd say. It's not easy. Yeah, certainly not when you're using a forty-five foot yacht. No, it's hard. You need a lot of balloons. Yeah, a lot. Um, but yes, this is the story that Fulham has won the Le- the West London Derby to get into the Premier League. Brentford could have made it there for the first time since nineteen forty-seven. Unfortunately, they lost out. The third of what are being described as their golden tickets into the Premier League. Uh, they, they, if they'd won that game, they would have been in the Premier League. If, but there were two games at the end of the season. If they'd won either of them, they would have been in the Premier League. But they lost both of those. So of their last four games, they won one and lost the other three. If they'd won any of the other three, they would have uh, been in the Premier League. Mm. Which is it's, it's harsh luck, harsh luck. But Fulham ha- has returned to the Premier League. Um, I think pretty much straight back up again having and they, I think they've been relegated at the end of last season and they got promoted at the end of the season before so they've pretty much been up down up down up down um what a ride yeah. what a ride indeed uh moving on Lucy your question yeah uh this is this is Smeagol Lucy uh, oh, okay why might the PM become a model oh well he will defo become a model because he is being made a model of in spitting image which is returning yes uh although only to those who are paying 5.99 a month uh recurring fee for britbox the new subscription um which is run by bbc and itv combined yep so i don't know if it will be shown on itv i feel like it 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 was because they brought it back briefly a year or two, maybe two years ago when Theresa May was was PM. Those days, yeah, I feel like they they have there was a thing a while ago of the Theresa May yeah uh, model yeah being brought out. It was on ITV. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to be Brit Britbox. So oh ah, oh, I'm not going to get to see it. Never mind. Well, you um, might if it's on it, ITV. I do think that it probably will be. Possibly. But yeah. But um, it, it we'll is see. It is very exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. Um, do you know who, who else has got a model as well as uh, yes, the Prime Minister? Uh, DC, that's Dominic Cummings, not David Cameron. Dominic Cummings. Um, yeah, well, common enough initials. Yeah, they are. Um, obviously, with Spitting Image, one yeah. of the, the big things, uh, they go for sort of the, the character the very basic characterization of your character in physical form. Yep. Uh, so Dominic Cummings, uh, very much dressed down. Yeah. Hoodie. Hoodie and um, a gilet. And a gilet, yes. 
and uh, a, not, a, ruffled, not a, a ruffled collar. I, I think it would be rather amusing if, you, if they put him in a yellow gilet. Yeah, that would jeune. be, yeah. Gilet jean. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, what do you reckon, if you were to have a, a, a character on a spitting image, say you were famous enough to do that, what would be your physical sort of memes that, that you reckon they'd, they'd have to give you? Um, good. That's a very good question. What I wasn't obviously, expecting. You, obviously, your character would have to have a massive limp. Limb? Limp. Limp, yes. 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 Although, the, isn't it just uh, face... No, they do they have the whole body? Oh, maybe... maybe I don't know. I know actually, I've, you know what? I've never actually seen Spitting Image. I've only ever um, heard it referenced. I don't actually know. Now I think about it, I think it may be head and shoulders. I think it is head and shoulders. That's, what's, that's what I'm struggling with. Cause so otherwise, it's often obviously... hair is quite a sort of you know, key feature. Because uh, I think your character would definitely have to be sort of always clutching at... You know, clutching at a leg, sort of go, oh, my leg, my leg. Yeah. Um, I can't walk, uh, sort of thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, definitely my that. Character would, yeah. My character would have to have uh, sort of like six pairs of glasses and a, uh, a, or possibly uh, a, like a dog sitting on my shoulder, like a parrot, but with a guide dog on my shoulder or something. I don't know. Some, some, yeah. some blind yeah. reference. And maybe a chef's maybe. hat. Maybe a chef's hat. I mean, I know those days are over, but they could return. They will, they will come again. Yeah. They will come again. They will come again. When the, when the ring returns to me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Um, I suppose there are probably some uh, some qualities to my face that may be enlarged. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. don't know. You think you've got a big nose or... Um. It's not something that I think about often, but it probably should be what enlarged. What big eyes you have. Oh, right, okay. You know what I mean? Because they have to kind of warp people's faces. Well, you yes. may not know, so but they, they do to warp To make it as a character... Uh, yes, it's very much caricature. It's sort of the cartoonish yeah. sort of... Yeah, so I think they would have to enlarge my nose, if I'm honest. Yeah. They I might mean, have there, to there reduce one... some features of me. There, there was one character nose. back in the original uh, series, they had a character who had ice cream hair. Yes, yes, like Mr. Whippy. Like a Mr. Whippy hairstyle. Which sounds so, cool, yeah. but that's not something that my hair resembles naturally. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is one of the greatest honours in politics to be Definitely. satirised yeah. on Spitting Image. So, one, one of the, the only thing worse than not being, uh, the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. And actually being given a Spitting Image means you are right there you're you the, the center of everything of course jeremy C- corbyn is corbyn has just missed out well he probably did get a character didn't he in what he should have done yeah Theresa may yeah um i wonder what i wonder if they've got one for sir keir starmer um I yeah i don't I know they didn't what mention his character that. would be but I, they didn't mention it in the article that i saw no no i haven't seen it mentioned someone else who's got a character is i think trump and Putin. Oh right, yes. They said it's well, going to be okay. an international. Oh yes, right. Trump, I obviously big orange hair. Yeah. Um, well, no, his hair can be I, yellow, bleached. Oh, but yellow. His, his face will be orange for sure. I yesterday my family were trying to show me the the facial expression that Donald Trump was on. My mum accidentally watched the interview that he did recently on mute the first time. 
and oh, thought it was sort of thought it was a caricature, thought it was a sort of a, a comedy sketch, a, a, a satirization really? of him. Yeah. Um, because of the way the facial features were and the way he kept sort of moving, turning the graphs upside down and the right way up and stuff. Um, I've not actually watched it yet, but it is. I haven't watched it either, but apparently it's really uh, excruciating. Yes. Yes, sort of where he... Uh, I try to think... Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, there'll, there'll probably be a clip of that in the uh, opening credits for the, the show. So, Excellent. Uh, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, yes, this is the story that... Uh, yes, this is the story that Spitting Image is due to be back, uh, if only on pay-per-view. But... It will be back with new models of the Prime Minister and his advisor, uh, Dominic Cummings, as well as other politicians from around the world and new political figures. Lucy. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, I'm ready. Yep. Yeah, uh, oh, excellent. Yep. Yeah, bit of sass there. Uh, what is good? Uh, what is good for you and can be found in a McDonald's chicken nugget? <laughs> Greatly posed question, Richard. Um, well, this is the surgical mask that a mother found in her, well, found her daughter almost choking on in her chicken McNuggets. A surgical mask. I actually can't believe this story. It's horrific. A surgical mask was baked into multiple chicken nuggets and served to some poor unsuspecting child who could have died, as her mother said. Um, yeah. Eating them. I mean, it's just disgusting. It's really disgusting. And then when she complained to McDonald's, they said that the chicken nuggets weren't even cooked on their site. And I thought, well, that doesn't make anyone feel better about them. That does surprise me. I didn't they... think they were compiled on site, but I thought I assumed that they were cooked on site. I mean... Yeah, because that, that's the whole point of having all those beepers in the background. Like, yeah. When you go in, you hear, you hear sort of 16 different alerts going off, sort of uh, as every oven in the place is sort of going off on different times, sort of saying, yes, this is what this one's done. They're all going different rhythms, different beats. Uh, I was, it was quite quite exciting to listening to the uh, McDonald's uh, sort of the background noise. Rhythm, the, beepers, yeah. the beeping rhythms. But, no, apparently, apparently this one wasn't cooked on site, which I don't Grim, know, maybe this is in my opinion. This is certainly something that I've never never seen before I never heard stories like this about McDonald's before, so it does seem to be a one-off case. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's quite a surprise. Yes, this is the story that a blue face mask, pieces of a blue face mark, mask were found in a child's Happy Meal chicken McNuggets. And the child almost choked, but fortunately didn't. <laughs> but, yes, this is found baked into the McNuggets, which is... Uh, quite a surprise. Lucy. Yeah. Uh, talking of meals out. Yep. Why is eating half price good for the economy? Well, this is Sunak's specials, uh, which you can find on the Spoons menu. Um, but yes, there's 50% off Monday to Wednesday, up to £10, in many um, restaurants across the country. Indeed. Including soft drinks, but obviously not alcohol. Not alcohol, not alcohol. No. Um, I, we, we've quite, it's interesting, we've driven past a couple of times over the last couple of days, uh, earlier this week, 
the nearest pub, which we were considering going for lunch there to sort of, you know, help eat out, Embrace help the out deal, the yeah. motto. Embrace the deal. Um, but been past it a couple of times in the evening and it is absolutely packed. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, by, by absolutely packed. I've not seen it. My parents have. They describe it absolutely packed. I assume that's with social, you know, social distancing packed. Well, you'd hope, to, yeah. You'd hope, you'd hope. But yes, they, it seems seems to be working um, as, a, as a policy. And, you know, yeah. big marketing campaign, essentially, on behalf of restaurants and uh, gastro pubs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you were no, saying... No, I've been to a few places. You, have you taken advantage of it so far? I have, already? yeah. Almost oh, by excellent. mistake, actually. Uh, excellent. I mean, not quite by mistake, but um, I was in. I happened to be in a pub with a friend, and I was quite hungry. Um, forgot about the fifty percent. I kind of when they first announced it, I kind of heard it as ten pounds off if you spend twenty pounds or something, and I thought, well, I never spend twenty pounds in a restaurant, so that's not applicable ah. to me. So I didn't realise it was literally 50% off everything, because, um, not everything. Yeah, yeah, 50%, 50% off any, off, any amount, off any price, basically. Meal. Because I actually got a very cheap meal from somewhere uh, yesterday so lunchtime, which was cheaper than me getting a meal deal, for example. Yeah, so it's 50% off, inclu- uh, but up to a limit of... Ten pounds. Exactly. Off. Yeah. So if your go if your meal and your drink combined come to more than twenty quid, then it's ten pounds off. Yeah. If it's under that, then it's just half price. Yeah. Yeah. Which is you know. It's very. I mean, it is deal. a lot. It is a lot of savings. Obviously, you can criticise this policy by saying that you know people who can afford to eat out don't need, don't necessarily need these. Um, these discounts yes, and the money could be better spent on but it, people but it who does, are living in poverty. In what it Britain. does is it, is it encourages people back into pubs and restaurants, which then allows the pubs and restaurants to really you know, bounce back, meaning that they can keep employing uh, the bar staff and they may even need to employ more with the way that things yeah, things go really well. Yeah. Uh, bar staff and the what are they called um uh wait staff yeah so that that sort of it drives the economy in that way um i think that there have been comments about the fact that many of the peop- the places that are doing this would probably have similar deals on monday tuesday and wednesday anyway oh hmm yeah maybe they, not all not all but many of them uh would uh and I think it also means that there are, there are people, because it's such a public and such a widely publicised deal, uh, I think there's a lot of people who are going to out for a meal who probably wouldn't or, or maybe couldn't afford it normally, but are sort of thinking, well, you know, it's, there's a special deal on. It's got all the benefits of a special deal in that it's, sort of, it's an advertising, but it's been publicised by the BBC. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's the, the companies, the, the pubs and restaurants, they aren't taking the hit from offering this deal. Yeah. They're still getting the full whack, but it's being reimbursed by the government. Obviously, the, one of the criticisms that can also be levelled at this, as well as the you know, ones you mentioned, yeah. um, someone's going to have to pay for it. 
Yeah. Presumably the taxpayer. Yeah. It's going to get paid for at some point. And right now it's the government, but the government are going to have to then start charging the taxpayer for it at some point. Yeah. Um, But the point, I think, the hope is that we can get the economy back in action and then start taxing the economy when the economy is back on... It's not a boom, then an even keel. This is the story that for the whole month of August, it is cheaper to eat on a Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday if you're eating out uh, because of Sunak's special saver meals. It's half price unless you're spending more than £20 per head, in which case it's £10 off on a Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday. In honour of this, we will play you out with... The fast food song. And that is all we have time for on this show. Uh, Goodbye from me. Goodbye from Lucy. Uh, The scores are Lucy scored eight. So that's goodbye from us. Uh, We will see you next week. And have a happy week. Goodbye. Goodbye. And goodbye. Friday Week is produced and presented by me, Richard Wheatley. This week's special guests were Lucy Kenningham, all by herself. And it is a Blindingly Obvious production for Riverside Radio.